Welcome to this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets, presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and we are breaking down everything you need to know for Saturday, June 26th, and the four-game featured slate kicking off just past 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Obviously, it's Saturday. There's going to be an afternoon slate on DraftKings as well, but at this point, I think you guys get the drill. We tend to cover the night slates here. Just a little bit more time to have the video be live on YouTube. But we will talk a little bit about that afternoon slate when we talk about some best bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook in just a little bit. But before we do anything, let's talk about Prize Picks, our presenting sponsor. If you head on over to prizepicks.com right now, use the promo code MMNMLB, you will get your first deposit matched up to $1 hundred dollars so here are two plays on prize picks in baseball in that late slate that i really like on saturday and we will start with wilson Contreras of the chicago cubs now on paper this doesn't look like a great matchup up against julio urias uh who i mean three weeks ago it looked like had really turned the corner and was starting to become the pitcher that we thought he could be. I mean, God, as long as five years ago, it's it's been a long ride with Urias. Um, however, his last five starts have been shaky, and we will get a little more in-depth into those struggles in just a second, but to speed the process along, just know... That in his last five starts, Urias has given up a 398 opponent Woba. So he's not pitching great. And Wilson Contreras' fantasy point prop on prize picks seems like it's weighted to a different Julio Urias because it's only five and a half. He only has to go over five and a half fantasy points. Now let's run through some reasons why he'll go over this number. First and foremost, Contreras has a history of batting leadoff for the Cubs when they face a left-handed pitcher. Now, why does he do that? Well, he crushes left-handed pitching. So far this season, he's got a 333 batting average and a 171 WRC plus within the split. And these are splits that have been pretty consistent throughout his major league career. So you want to be using Contreras against a left-handed pitcher. If he's a struggling left-handed pitcher, even better. And if he's only got a low fantasy point prop threshold to clear, well, that's just perfect. So I think Contreras goes over five and a half fantasy points. And the other guy I like to go over his fantasy pro- point prop total, kind of a mouthful, on Saturday is Matt Olson. Uh, this is set at seven, which again, I think is a reflection of the pitching matchup, but I'm not all that afraid, first and foremost, of Alex Wood. And secondly, of Matt Olsen in a left-on-left matchup. Yes, two years ago, that would have been a deterrent. However, Matt Olsen actually has better numbers against left-handed pitching than he does against right-handed pitching so far this season. He's got a 175 WRC plus against Southpaws. He's just hitting everyone right now. In fact, coming into Friday, Matt Olsen had a 224 WRC plus in the month of June. So yeah, if you're going to give me a fantasy prop this low... I'm going to take the over. So I think with Alex Wood and how much he's struggled recently, he's got an ERA over eight in his past four starts. Um, Yeah, I just think that 
most Oakland hitters are in a pretty good spot here. Um, but Matt Olson has been the best hitter in that lineup. So give me over seven to go with Contreras, over five and a half. All right, let's talk about this four-game slate. It's small, but there's a lot of different storylines and angles to cover here. And Urias is the most important. I mean, he's the most expensive pitcher on the slate at 9,500. I just don't think you can use him. I mean, it's a bad time to be bad. Is there a good time to be bad? No. But this is the worst time to be bad because immediately, guys who were good the first two months of the season who are now seeing their numbers dip in very specific and red flag areas, there's going to be question marks and, and the level of trust just disappears. Now, if this were, you know, a regular 12-game slate, and there were a couple pitchers priced above 10K and Urias was sitting there at 9.5. Sure, you might have to consider it. Maybe you, you kind of just put some of the recency bias stuff to the side. But again, his last five starts, where his spin rates have dropped incredible amounts. Those last five starts, 6.31 ERA, 2.1 home runs per nine. The strikeout rate has fallen from basically 30% to 20% and a 398 WOBA as I talked about in our prize picks segment. Like, I get it. The Cubs have been bad in June. They're hitting 188 as a team. It's not great, but they have power. And if Julio's going to be giving up home runs like he has his last five starts, the Cubs can do that. So I'm I'm pretty worried about this spot for him. Do I think it's going to be like a massive implosion? No, but he might go like five innings, give up three or four earned runs, and strike out four. It's just not going to get it done at $9,500. Now, the pitching on this slate isn't strong. Um, You know, Frankie Montas comes in right after. He just gave up eight earned runs to the Texas Rangers. Then you've got Alex Wood, who I just talked about, is, is also struggling immensely recently. So I think what you have to do is, even if it's in a tough matchup, just use the best actual pitchers on this slate. And there are two guys who are far and away the best pitchers on this slate. And the first guy comes in at $7,800, and that's Nathan Eovaldi, who, I mean, the numbers don't blow you away considering the stuff, which can blow you away, but, like, the strikeout numbers have never been there for Eovaldi. And it's odd, but at the same time, at least he's gotten his rates up to about a strikeout per inning. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's viable enough. And he's someone who comes into his start on Saturday. He's thrown 83 innings this season, 15 starts, 2.57 FIP because he never gives up home runs. That is the lowest qualified FIP in the American League. It's actually the fifth lowest FIP in all of baseball. The right-hander has been doing some serious damage, and I know he's got to go up against the Yankees. And this matchup would have been great three weeks ago when the Yankees weren't hitting anybody. And now they've got a 118 WRC plus across the last two weeks. Now they've got Luke Voigt back in the middle of that lineup. But at the very least, this is not a team that has a ton of left-handed power. And it's a lot of right-on-right matchups for Valdi. I just think he's going to outperform his price point, which is pretty low. Again, sub-8K for a guy who's pitching to a 2.57 FIP. Um, maybe he doesn't have the highest ceiling on this slate, but I think he's got by far the highest floor. And that's probably more what you have to aim for on a four-game slate like this. Uh, the other guy I wanted to single out as someone who, you know, not doesn't check every box, <laughs> 
by any means, but he's done enough. And on a slate like this, the juxtaposition uh, of the guys around him, it's comical. Uh, Denelson Lamette at $7,300. Best start of the season by far. He's coming off of five innings against the Reds. Uh, No earned runs, seven strikeouts, 26.3 DraftKings points in that game through a season-high 81 pitches. Does that mean he can throw 90? I don't know. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. He's been hovering around 70, 75, 80 his past four starts. But I think he can throw five innings. And he's got a 29.3% strikeout rate in June. So he's probably going to strike out enough guys in five innings where he'll just, he's just got enough fantasy upside, and he's got the ability to be efficient in fantasy upside in those five innings. He's got a high win expectancy going up against the Diamondbacks, and and that's the other part of this. It's such a good matchup. Maybe he can throw six innings just because the Diamondbacks are that bad, and he can be that efficient with his pitches. Arizona, I mean, there's only so much we can do with this, but, you know, last... 30 days. They've got a 110 isolated power, dead last in baseball. They've got a 76 WRC plus, dead last in baseball. The Diamondbacks are the best matchup you could possibly have. So not only does Lamette check the box of high strikeout rate, actual talent, good pitcher, just with some flaws, some some injury red flags, obviously, but the matchup is pristine. So I think Lamette will probably be the most popular pitcher on Saturday's slate. But I don't care. There's there's just not that many viable pitching options, and I think you're going to have to eat chalk one way or the other. Hopefully not as many people are on Evaldi, which I think could probably play out because the Yankees are kind of scary right now. So those are the two guys in the 7K range that I think you really have to latch on to. Um, the stack that I like, because if you're going to use those two guys, in particular Lamette, you might have to try to differentiate a little bit with your stack. Um, so it's hard for me to just say like, oh yeah, use the Padres, use the Dodgers. Like those are the two most obvious stacking opportunities in this game. Let's go and talk about Oakland again. So Alex Wood, 850 ERA in June, 384 Woba in that span of time. He's been getting roughed up his last four starts. Um, and Oakland, great team against left-handed pitching as a whole, they've got a 112 WRC+, plus, which is a top five mark in baseball, coming into Friday's slate. Um, it's a little disappointing that Mark Canna, Canna just went on the IL. Um, you know, leadoff hitter, a guy who has hit left-handed pitching very well so far this season, but that opens up some value. Um, you've got Matt Olson at $5,500. You've got Matt Chapman, who's been hitting a lot better the last two weeks, $5,300. Ramon Laureano is probably the best dollar-for-dollar play on this slate. There's a chance he hits leadoff um, because of, you know, just the opening that has been created. Um, But he's got a 180 WRC plus against Southpaws this season, and he's only $4,400. He's going to hit first or second. That's guaranteed, and he's got plus power against left-handed pitching. Chad Pinder is maybe the name, the other name to watch out for. I think you can use Pinder in any capacity, but $2,600 for someone who is probably going to hit fifth or he's going to hit leadoff, which is great. Okay, so that's my favorite stack. Before we get out of here, let's talk about some best bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook. I mentioned we talk a little bit about the afternoon slate. I do like a Moneyline parlay 
for the afternoon. It's, you know, just some heavy favorites. We've got the Mets at minus 265. We've got the White Sox at minus 200. I know, nothing really to break down here. But if you parlay them together, it's plus 107 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. You've got Lance Lynn going for the White Sox against the Mariners. I just think there's an obvious advantage there. They're also coming off a loss on Friday, so I think they're going to be a little little irritated, most likely. Uh, then you've got the Mets, who are 23-9 and at home. They've got Jacob DeGrom on the mound. The Phillies have just been imploding all week. I think the Mets can win that game. I think you win that parlay. Also, let's talk about Oakland one final time. They are plus money, plus 108 on the money line. Going up against Alex Wood and the Giants. The Giants are great. I mean, I'm not saying they don't deserve to be the favorites at home. However, the Giants are 2-4 and four in Alex Wood's past six starts. Oakland is 21-13 and 13 on the road so far this season. They are also 15-6 and six in their last 21 games overall. So just two really good teams. I think Oakland probably has the advantage on the pitching side. I, I don't love Frankie Montas, but... I think he's better than Alex Wood right now. So I will take the athletics at plus money on the money line. And that's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets on the Mayo Media Network presented by Prize Picks. I am Gary and Thorne. I will catch you guys next time.